Football Podcast. I am Dan Albano with the Orange County Register and OCVarsity.com, and I'm joined once again by Scott Barajas, former publisher of the Gridiron Magazine here in Orange County. And Scott, how are you doing this evening as we're uh, working our way toward the third week of the uh, 2015 football season? Dan, I'm doing pretty good. Um, it is flying by. I can't believe it's you know already going into the you know third. Prolific, 
um, production right away. I mean, this is a guy that you knew about. You know, he wasn't as hyped as you know Matt Barkley as a freshman. Because um, I think a freshman never started before at Modern Day. Maybe that was part of the big, uh, you know, the big uh, some of the hype around Barkley. But were you uh, are you surprised that JT was was has been this good? Um, you know, I granted me a lot. is not the, you know not a Trinity League team, uh, but you know, what, what, how do you assess it? Uh, you know, as far as your own expectations. Uh, I've seen my fair share of the kid, and I pretty much thought what he did, that's what was going to happen. I mean, you know, you can only predict so much, and, and, you know, sometimes it doesn't always work out that way, but what we saw that first night is, I think, what you will see here on out. You know, not every week, but um, pretty much he's going to put up some good numbers. Um, he has real nice touch on the ball. He puts the ball perfectly. If, you, if people were able to see those highlights, a lot of those balls he threw right in the spot. I mean, the receiver was pretty, you know, had pretty decent coverage, but DJ Collins for his teammate, like three great catches. But a lot of the times, but JT puts the ball where it needs to be, and the receiver doesn't really have to do a whole lot of work and just make sure he gets his hand on the ball. So, um, He'll get better as, as the season goes along, um, but, you know, it will be interesting when he has to face that adversity to see what happens and how he reacts. But um, from what I've seen him gather, you know, from his play days, you know, he's able to pick things up and just move right on. So I wasn't surprised. And, and some people out there weren't so sure because they kept saying, yeah, it's passing league, yeah, it's youth football, yeah, it's this. But, you know, when you see talent and you see something that doesn't come around often, you know, you'll, you'll know it when you see it, and he has it, so. I agree with you, and that's why I will put the time in whenever I can on a Saturday in springtime and get down to the Dana Hills airstrike, and I'll watch that. That's why you go to those passing leagues. That's why you try to get out to Edison, and Edison passing league every, uh, you know, uh, you know, July 10th or 11th in the summertime, and that's why you try to get out to some of these camps um, and big other big passing tournaments. I know you go to a lot too, because you can see this stuff. And I agree with you. I think, I think we saw. I, I, I think I thought JT looked, you know, phenomenal. Um, you know, uh, at the times that I, at least I, you know, especially like I saw him in the scrimmage. I think that was uh, the Fountain Valley scrimmage, which was a controlled scrimmage. You know, and you know they're really taking it easy on the quarterbacks. But he looked good to me. Um, hey, Scott, what's your read uh, on Orange Lutheran? I think we got some insight. You know, they played the Pac-5 champs, Centennial. Uh, I think the score was uh, pretty deceiving. It was uh, 35-14. People might look at that as another blow, but I, you know, I was there, and that had a chance to be a one-touchdown game in the fourth quarter. But a late, you know, a late, really a late uh, interception prevented the uh, Lancers from doing that. But uh, I don't know if, if you uh, if you agree with me that the game was closer than the, the score indicated. But uh, what do you take away from that game? Uh, you know they were able to stay with Centennial, but Centennial you know kind of made it easy committing those three first you know those three turnovers, keeping the score at seven and seven. Um, but I you know that second half you know was you know was something. You know, in the end, I also think, you know, the lack of the skills kind of caught up with Olu. You know, and I'm not sure, like, for instance, I'm not sure. I think McKinney goes both ways. And I don't know if he's going to be able to do that in the Trinity League. Um, but, 
what I did like about them is that they were able to consistently pass while staying true to their run game, um, you know, from the offensive side. Um, and I know, you know, like you said, towards the end, you know, it, the score didn't really dictate the game, but um, he threw, you know, LJ threw for 250 yards, you know, and Centennial's uh, defense is supposed to be a little bit stronger. Um, but I know it didn't really show for it on the scoreboard, like I said, at the end. I mean, a couple of, you know, it could go to, it could win either way. Um, but just, Struggle at times to run the ball, 
And, um, you know, I think the offensive line, you know, probably can play better. Hey, um, we're going to wrap it up a little bit earlier this week, so let's talk a little bit about one of the games of the week. It might be the game of the week involving the, the Trinity League. Santa Margarita going on the road to play Westlake. Westlake's got some weapons, some skilled players. Santa Margarita's undefeated and playing well. What's your thoughts on this game, Scott? Uh, that game was actually surprising just because of the fact that, you know, you know, Costello had been near perfect these last two weeks, and they, I guess Dorsey kind of kept them in check to 142 yards passing and one touchdown. So they bottled him up, but they kind of opened up the run game for 224 yards um, with, I think, 136 of it with Trey Green. Um, so um, that's kind of, you know, kind of interesting because, you know, they, they didn't really have a run game at the, at the beginning of the season, so that was kind of, you know, whether or not they were going to have any other skills and they're starting to slowly merge. Um, but I don't know if they're going to get tested by this Westlake team. Um, I mean, I know they have Theo Howard, who's that, you know, another highly prorated or wide receiver who was supposedly committed to Oregon, but he backed off on his commit and reopened his recruitment. So, you know, but he's a legitimate playmaker. Um, but as far as he, he had, as far as Howard goes, I'm not sure they have enough, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. So, Well, speaking of uh, Santa Margarita, Theo Howard and Westlake and Trey Green, who's a, a Mission Viejo transfer, if uh, people are wondering about Trey Green. But uh, we caught up this week with uh, Santa Margarita coach Rick Curtis, and uh, he talked to us a little bit about uh, you know a few things. So let's hear from Rick, Coach Curtis. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's the game of the week, so a lot of people stay home and watch it on TV, but 